You're listening to Two Guys Talking Wine with Michael Pincus and Andre Prue. Michael. Andre, it's cheese time. I still don't have a theme song for this. You really got to get one. For God's sakes, you're the music guy. Make just something up. I don't care. My life is in boxes right now. It's time for everyone's hated game show, Stump the Chump. That's 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 pretty much what it is. Some circus music. Oh, that's all you really need. Because this oh, really God. is a circus. And, and this circus is even worse this time. And I'll tell you why. It's 26 degrees, but hot outside. Like 26, 28 degrees. And um, I thought I was coming from a wine tour uh, to do this, uh, but I... So you're I, making excuses for your terrible wines already. Well, because they're, they're, uh, they're slightly warmer than they should be. So I may have killed older wines. So you got to introduce our guests. That were then... probably dead to begin with. So we are playing Stump the Chump, and we once again in, invite Brian Schmidt, and he's done this before, and for some reason he said, sure. I'll do it again. Are you? Our, is, he, is he our first two-peat for something, Chump? No, we were Rob. just talking about learning from mistakes. I, apparently, I did not learn <laughs> from, from this one. Oh, God. I, I've already decided the name of this game is Make Andre Look Stupid, although I did pretty well in the one you with uh, Derek Barnett. He did look good, look good in that one. Um, no, I think Thomas has done this a few times. <laughs> and the funny part is, so we did we did this with Thomas, and he brought wines to do as well. But as he was pouring them, he, he was, was telling us, us what, what they, they were. were. <laughs> so you've got to try the in, Chardonnay from in the most Thomas way possible too, because he's just only, so only excited Thomas, about the Thomas. what's in his yeah. glass. So. He's so excited about. It, he's like, you've got to try this Chardonnay from from Chile, and we're like, and then he's going. So what do you think? I go, is this a Chardonnay from Chile? And he's like, yes, how did you know? All right, all right. Well, it's Here, let me get the bottle on the I go so we can. that if, if Thomas was ever kidnapped, he would be released almost instantly. I think so, <laughs> yes. Yeah, that probably is true. Okay, so they are a little on the on the warmer side than I, I would ever serve them. Um, but here's the, here's the beauty, Andre, is that one, I didn't number them this time. Okay. Okay, because I, I actually did... Uh, wrap them here in because uh, we're in Brian uh, Schmidt's cellar. You're gonna pass me back the bottle because I'm gonna need a little more of this. And so I do not know what these wines are. I do not remember what I. So usually when I when I number them, I at least have an idea of the order. I have no idea of, of what these wines are. Um, so it really is stump all the chumps because uh, I have no idea what any of these are. This is a little warm. It is a little on the warm. Again, I'm really sorry about that. I have a high pain tolerance for this one. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, this so. is only your second time doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm used to it. Wow. I am, I am lost. I cannot even begin to... There's a lot of alcohol, it feels, on this. At least the alcohol is really showing on it. So I'm... I'm I guess because I again I'm going to go out on a limb here because a lot of so I did I did pick out a couple of wines specifically for this one and then I picked out you know three that I just kind of blindly just mm. grabbed from my cellar and then as I said I, I threw them in a bag and I wrapped them here so um, I can only say California Cab I was going to go Australian Shiraz yeah I was going to say California Cab as uh, looking at the bottle I'm going to go Australian Cab wow all right. Ah, hang on. Anybody want to guess the year? I'm getting like... Uh. So that flange on the top, I've never seen that flange. Oh, that, yeah. So I couldn't even begin to tell you... Well, a year. Not only a year, but typically bottles have some sort of regional identification, and that one has, to me, is nothing. Okay, nothing. so this, if this is California, I think it's 02. 
It's got to be 20 years old, 02 or 01. It's pretty brown. Um, it's very brown. Pretty bricky. I'm, uh, I'm going to say an 04 Australian Shiraz. But what are you tasting in this that's Shiraz-like? A lot of high alcohol. That's, that's and, it? Yeah, and then there's, there's a peppery note right at the finish. I think that's just alcohol, dude. Could be. But I'm, I'm just going to guess at it. As I said, I really am lost on at least three said, of these. I feel in, like I'm drinking hot sake. Yeah, actually, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really that's, good description. Yeah, yeah. But it's not completely it's not completely unpleasant in the palate. None of the corks were coming out. None of the wine was coming out of the corks. I was surprised by that. So um, I'm, I'm going with their, they were still intact. And the cork was, you know, you can see that none of the wine came up the cork. So it was still intact. So it didn't, it didn't suffer too much damage. <laughs> I feel like I'm Daenerys and with my dragons. And I can just breathe fire now. So, uh, what, did you go with a year or anything? Or no, uh, I, I'm going to go late 2000s. Late 2000s. All right. Then I'm going early 2000s, and I do it mid 2000s. So here we go. But you can hear the foil coming off. Oh, Jesus! I think we're all way off. I'm going to have to get the glasses out for this one. I can read it. That's yeah. a that's a cab sauve. I saw that. Michel Picard, Cabernet Sauvignon. Is that French? That's French. That's French. Wow. With 12.5% alcohol stated. And where? Pays where Duck. Oh, Long Pays Duck. Okay. Let's see. Oh, uh, wow. Well, okay. Huh. So, well, and that, from the year, from the year 2000. From the year 2000. wine can affect the alcohol. Because that, I would have swore that was 14 plus. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, but I, I, I got it. I got it within one year. So I'm, I'm, I'm two thousand, but you were over two thousand. Yeah, it's two thousand. Well, that's oh, so we're doing prices right rules. Yeah, why two K? Why two K one? So prices right rules are that you cannot be over. You can't be over. closest to the actual retail price without going over. Okay, so we are wine number two. Oh, that's oh, cork. you busted I, the cork. I thought it was a plastic cork at first. I was like, oh, that's a plastic cork. So, not. But. I don't have an uh, you ever heard of a Durand? Hmm. My home. You have one? Is oh. that the one where it's the also and the... Yeah. Yeah, I, the, I want one of those too. Two. We should get, we says, should get them to sponsor the podcast. Somebody said that it's it's um, it's cheaper to buy it right from them instead of buying it from... Oh, that popped out. Uh, it's cheaper to buy it from them and have them ship it to you than getting it off of Amazon or something. So is that right? Mine was a gift from a dear, dear friend who is no longer with us. No. Well, at least every time you open a bottle, you can remember them. And I send a picture to his wife every time I do. Oh, that's great. That's wonderful. <laughs> do you use it often? Uh, only for special wines. Yeah. And so that's why it's important to me that I send a picture. I, I do not think it is, uh, it is the warmth that is... is uh, I think this is corked. But it's hard to tell because it's, it's pungent. Like it, I don't think it's corked. It, it stings the nostrils. So there's, a, there's a word in French called sepier. Wait. I don't know that word. Um, wet mop. It's the smell of wet mop. Actually, you know what the palate's not that bad. It's, it's smelling like wet mop after it's wiped up some red wine. So I'll ask you to pass me the bottle again so I can... Hey. Wow, thank you for pulling out these great wines, Michael. <laughs> this is... This is a real honor. If, if I had known, if I had known, I could have stopped at home. I would have, I would have just left them there. But yeah, on the on the, okay. the palate, it's not completely unpleasant. But that's as nice as I'm going to be mm -hmm. about this wine. 
And also, once again, they're a little warm. This has got to be what, like a, a good 20, 23 degrees? It feels like we're in the mid 20. But here's, here's what I'm, I'm going to tell you. So probably there are people who drink their wines like this, and there are restaurants that serve their wines right. like this. And that's the sad part, is that we all we know that you should be serving wines at about 50, or even red wines, at slightly chilled, 55 degrees, 45 degrees for whites. But there are Ooh. people and restaurants who put their wines, you know, right on those shelves at the highest part of their restaurants, right by the kitchen. Right. And that's what they're serving, and they're killing wines. And that's kind of a, that's also what we're learning here, is that, the, you know, uh, I've been in, in Spain, in the tapas bars in Spain at 12 o'clock at night, and drinking wine that temperature. Yeah, and they're killing their wine. But this is, you know, just Ontario temperature. But I mean, Ontario outside temperature. But, so, um, I... Am I going Boy. first? Who's going first this time? Gosh, Let's get Brian to go this first. This is um, this is early two thousands Ontario. Ooh. Oh wow! Bold choice. Bold choice. That's bold. That is bold. Actually, I don't mind the palate on this. I don't. I don't know if I drink a full glass, but I mean, I just it's not. I'm agreeing with you on the the early two thousands. I, I think this is an one or a two thousand. Wait, if we're doing prices right rules, I might need to say in 1999, <laughs> just to make sure you didn't go over. But I'm I'm getting um, I'm getting that like eucalyptus, like Southern Hemisphere Australia feel to it. Yeah. But the alcohols, the other one was 12 and a half percent. So what do I know about alcohol yeah, at this right. point? That's like this really is throwing it off for sure. But, but I think I think this is Aussie Shiraz. <clears throat> I'm going to go with you. I I really I I I don't mind that. I don't mind that on the palate. The nose is pretty. So pretty uh, or you said you said Ontario. You said Ontario. A lot of pepper. I get a ton of pepper on there, which makes me think early, early Ontario. But I could also see if it was Australia, I would, I'd buy into that as well. Yeah, I'm going to go but with the it. Pepper is a big one. It just variety? It's pepper. Well, the Shiraz. I think pepper, Shiraz, that's yeah, what yeah, I I know you said, Brian, Brian, you, you haven't thrown a variety. You've got region and year. We, let, let's, get, let's get a grape out there. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go Shiraz. Okay. So you think it's a, an early Shiraz from Ontario or Syria? Okay. Oh, that is also a bold, a bold that choice. That is bold. Were we making? Yeah. Ontario. Which, which means I probably didn't have any in my cellar. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> and, it's, and I'm way off for sure. So. Oh wow, uh, that is a uh, primitivo. Oh my gosh. Terra de Sol. Uh, Dude, you, ra you wrapped them and didn't even. I told you, I don't know what they are. I wrapped them blindly. I was doing it so quickly. And uh, this is a. Wow. Andre's going to have to read the. Zinfandel Primitivo. Yeah, Primitivo. So Zinfandel. Terra, Terra del Sol Primitivo Salento 2001. 2001. 2001. Okay, I got it right with the prices right rules this time. Oh, I guess. You paid 10 bucks for this bottle. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth, I didn't find it horrible on the palate. Uh, 13, and a half, 13 and a half percent alcohol, though. I thought it was. I really don't enjoy the nose on that. I also do not enjoy the nose on that. I did not. Know, uh, what, uh, was, yes. uh, what was the French word again? Sepier. Sepier. Wet mouth. Okay. So yes, I would. I, I would agree with everybody that that nose was not worth the price of admission, but the palate was not horrific. I, I just I love the excuses that are made for these wines. <laughs> So ten dollars for that. I'm gonna say. I think it had it been not twenty two or twenty three degrees. I think it would have been probably a better example. I'm not a fan of 
Zinfandel or Primitivo? Oh, I do love, I do like that stuff. But I, I would say that it probably could have been a little bit better. Yes. <laughs> yes. So take it home and chill it and, and, and share it with your wife. You'll need a cork. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the corks are all disintegrated. <laughs> oh, oh no, you're, you're pushing it in. I, I'm trying to grab it, but it won't grab. Oh, so. Shove it in. You're good. Oh, oh, there we go. Do you want to... Oh, we're so close. You're so close. Wait. Will that work? Yeah, let's see. I think it's time to... Nope, there we go. Got it. Okay. There you go. Got it with the end there. So, and I try to use your spittoon <coughs> to pour a little bit out. Here we go. Wine number three. In this, I still don't understand why we keep doing this. It's I, it's self-flagellation well, at this I point. Th I think well, I, yeah, you're right. I think Dave Johnson put it best. He said, "This is the kind of thing we should all be doing: tasting old wines to find out, uh, you know, how they evolve." You know what? I'm, like okay, so so here's a pledge that's going out because my cellar is worth a little bit more than than your cellar. But I am at the point where when I was packing up the wine collection, I was finding bottles that I forgot that I'd purchased. We're gonna do a sump the chump to clear out some of my wine collection after we unpack when I make the move to Hamilton. Oh, that doesn't smell terrible. What in God's name is that? It's Cabernet Franc. Like or not? Like no. That is Cab Franc. I'm, I'm going to go with Andre on that. That's, that is that's just really great. Pyrazine. Yeah. 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 It's got tons of pyrazine. Yeah, that's that green pepper. No, I'm. I am. I am going I to go. I kind of like the taste of that. See, that's the problem. Is 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 early Ontario. I'm. I am going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say this is either two. It's 2002 Ontario Franc. I'm going to I'm say 05. Getting some 01 in there. I, I feel like there's you think there's some ladybugs. Ladybug input. Mm. Oh man, that would be that, that would be awesome if he nailed that. Wow, I'm very uh, susceptible to that. I, I can't. Jesus, and now that you've said it, I can't unsee it. I can't. I can't, I can't now that you, I, I wasn't smelling it, but now I'm smelling. Okay. So just, just for listeners who are listening and and, and don't know, uh, maybe you want to explain the ladybug theory, or you no, want, want me to go through it. No, I'd let you do that. Thank you. Ba basically, the uh, the Asian ladybugs came along in Ontario, and uh, they they, they the, made they made their the, way um, up, up. Uh, lentils. Uh, they were introduced for soybeans in the uh, for soybeans. northern yeah in the northern states, and then they just ended up migrating over over years. Oh, multi, geez, multicolored Asian ladybugs. And then in tw in, in two thousand and one, they and there ended up being tons of them, and they just slowly made their way up the from Niagara Lake up to the bench, and especially the bench got hit the hardest, if I'm not mistaken. So what happened in harvest is the ladybugs because, because basically when, so Niagara Lake harvests first. And then they got up and they moved and they kept moving up and up and up the bench. And then when they got to like almost the Grimsby area, I guess there was nowhere else to go. And then they went up and harvest and they came back down. Well, and then they, they got. Would, they were actually burrowing into the bunches of grapes and they were trying to winter over. If, 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 okay, so we still. My understanding me is, is a little vague on, on what they were doing. But there were times in, in 2001, in the fall of 2001, where you could not open your door without ladybugs. Without. Not not one or two ladybugs, thousands of ladybugs entering your home. So, but the thing is, sorry, we, we, we've buried the lead because you guys know the story really well is in harvest, ladybugs worked their way into the clusters of grapes and when the ladybugs felt threatened, they released uh, yeah. and, and the pyrazine, not like the bell pepper, but like rancid peanut shells. Yeah, yeah. horrible. 
absolutely horrible. And I had the pleasure of having someone hand me an 01 Cabernet a few years ago to taste just so I could get the taste. And was that me? I cannot untaste it. Uh, yes, yeah. it was you. Yeah. Thank you for that, by the yeah. way. It was a good education. We, we hang on, hang on. I, 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 um, 04 Cabernet Franc Niagara. All right. All right. I'm, I'm, a, I'm either 2002 or 01, but I, I get the Oh, there you go. It's a, um, so it was never even labeled uh, at uh, Southbrook. This is a Southbrook 2001 Triumphus mm -hmm. Cab Franc. That's what that You is. nailed it. You nailed it. So you nailed it as for the... That wasn't that difficult. No. <laughs> no, I got... The, I, got I, I don't deserve a badge of honor for that one. I got it. I, I lived through it. I got and huge, I have the scars to prove huge it. green pepper notes. We, uh, we, we so literally had to destroy tens of thousands of liters of wine in that year. We did. And I remember David Lorison was the one who finally called the industry out on it because uh, they, for the most part, most tried to hide it. And they said, no, it's the character of the wine. And uh, I'm going to suggest that you rinse your glass because that will infect everything. If I could rinse my nose, I would. Oh, that I'd like to see. <laughs> I'd like to see you with one of those, uh, what's the... Uh, Navage. Navage machine. No, is that what it is? Yeah, I'll find I, I am I a very it. big fan of the neti pot, though, if you guys ever have a head cold. Oh, is that right? Okay. It, it's Thank so you great. Michael, you'll want to rinse your neti, neti, neti pot Andre over here. Well, I, listen, I originally got my neti pot because my mother was in town, and I asked her for one because I kind of wanted to gross my mom out. And then she went to shoppers and bought me one. It was just like, okay, well, we're playing a game of chicken now, and I went to use it to flush my nostrils when I had a head cold. Was that the 2002 from yours? No, that was the 17. Oh, yeah. Wow, that, that. But anyways, after using an Eddie Pop for the first time, I swear by it. Every time I have a head cold, it all right. It it clears you out, like you're not permanently, but it makes you feel. But really your mother good. was a nurse. How are you going to gross her out? You could probably use in a pot, and she would have been okay with it. Are the swear rules in place with the? Of uh, course they shop? are. Yeah, and he purposely said it while he was filling my glass with wine, so I couldn't mark the tape, which then turns it into a fishing expedition. Because thanks to, thanks to you who pointed out in a much, much earlier episode that we had a bit of a mouth about us. Like, that was you that got us to clean up our language. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, all right. So, uh, okay, wine number four. This is, uh, things are looking up. By comparison, this is. There's a floral note to this. This is unbelievably floral. This is beautiful. But I'm also getting, it's. You know what? The nose is really good. I'm just not a fan of the palate. So if I could oh, swap okay, yeah. out. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. That, if I could swap out that, that, that Primitivo that had a, had a great palate but a really crappy nose uh, for this one. I, this tastes awful. This tastes like tomato leaf and, and I don't know, carnation I, 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 stem. I, 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 so why is the nose so remarkable, yet the you, palate is okay, so okay. atrocious? I, I ate a piece of the cheddar cheese in front of us, and then I took a sip of this. It actually tastes really good. Well, it's, it probably does. Well, you know, all bad yeah, yeah, yeah. wine go with good cheese, right? Because is that, cheese is that a rule. I never knew. That. Uh, this this smells like this smells like because um, what cheese? It smells like tongue depressor. That's what it smells like. Like like when the doctor opens up the opens up the the, the paper, and like I'm I'm not trying to be like well, obtuse so and obscure. It's kind like of rubbery yeah. smell, but but like a flaw. But it's 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 not rubbery though. Like it's it's a it's the smell of, of like sterile medical wood. Like when they he open is, up the the. He is right about the cheese, but the reason the cheese makes wine taste better, or bad wine tastes better, is because the lac lactose in the cheese just coats the the tongue right and just basically allows, covers allows the receptors. You not to taste anything. Correct. Yeah, that's all. So it tastes like wine. So. So that's I horrific. Quite like that. You like the palate or you like the nose? After the I cheese? I like the nose. Okay. I, and after the cheese, I like the wine. 
I say that's 2010. Ooh. Wow. And I might even be so bold as to say Ontario. Right. And I would Ontario. say probably a Cabernet Merlot blend. I, I think I'm with you on Cab Merlot, but I'm wondering like, where the floral comes from because we don't usually get that from Niagara or from Cab Merlot. We'll get that from Pinot and get on less. This is one of those strange blends from Niagara. Jeez, what is this? I, I'm, I'm at a total loss. I'm going with, with Cab Merlot, and I, I think it is about 10, 10 years old, but I don't think it's Niagara, but I don't think it's warm region either, and I don't think it's France because you wouldn't spring for even... Maybe. Cheap Bordeaux. I did. I did France earlier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pay, pay you doc. Uh, I, uh, I. I'm gonna go. This is a hot climate. Mid two thousands. I'll go South Africa. Let's just throw that out. Yeah, uh, I was gonna. I was you know, hot climate South Africa, and I'm gonna go with. Uh, you have insider trading on that one. You know he's got a deep seller of South African wines too. I especially I in, actually in the don't early, even know in the early uh, in the early days I, I did because South African wine was cheap as chips, right? So, yeah, you know what? I'll follow you along. I'll follow you along with Shiraz, mid two thousands, uh, South Africa. Hmm. You, uh, Cab Merlot, two thousand ten. And, and okay, so at, uh, now the nose is starting to. Now that I've got the wine out of the glass. I'm starting to smell, and maybe it's just because I think of South Africa, and it is uh, that burning truck tire. Or Band-Aid. Or Band-Aid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, this, so this isn't Pinotage, is it? Yeah, it's Pinotage, yeah. The, the, uh, so fruit focused right out of the gate, and yeah. then that, that's evolved quickly. Bellingham, Wines of the Western Cape. Oh, sweet. Shiraz, Wait. 2001. Western Cape. 2001. 2001. So you're looking at a 14% so of. Oh, saw, I saw a hot Ontario there. How the hell did I get the country right, but nowhere near the grape, and was off by 10 years? I, I see. I thought. I see. I'm. Oh, I was over, obviously, because I thought it was mid 2000s. But um, I agreed with you on the Shiraz part. Uh, I didn't then, say Shiraz. So I have oh, to I, admit, I think the last. I don't drink Shiraz or Syrah. I don't think that I have. Maybe one or two in my cellar, and it's not a grape that I ever gravitate to, and so I don't ever find myself understanding its nuances or or being able to identify its nuances as as readily as I should. I think I need to start drinking more Syrah. The problem with the problem with Syrah though is is it's got such a broad yeah, really spectrum, does. and it's one of the things too where like when I'm craving something obnoxious, you know, I can't afford good California Cab. But you know, a decent bottle of Chateau Nifty Pap will run sixty, seventy dollars, which I, which listeners, I realize is a lot of money. But when you're craving something, you're craving something, and that's affordable compared to three hundred dollars for California Cab. Okay, small bottle. But yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, that compared to a Northern Rhone, like a. What is it? The one that comes out of France with that sandy bottle, La Fiole, okay. something or other. La Fiole. La Fiole. La Fiole de Pap. With that, it does, it's not vintage. Bottle. It's just yeah. Well, and I don't and understand it's, it's how, that's a, how that's a thirty-dollar bottle of wine. And yeah, they sell oceans. You may want to. Got it. I did that. Okay. Okay, so it's a tall, skinny bottle, so I think we've got some guesses at what it is. Mm. It's, it's pretty brown, like brown, brown, brown. Like Zach Brown Band type brown. Feels like a Jim Warren wine. 
Well, uh, how how am I supposed to compete with that? That's like a full on. That's like a that's like a tawny port. It tastes pretty point. good. Uh, there's like no acid to it. So I, I will warn you that it was under plastic cork. I don't think that's a production wine. Hmm? I don't think that wine ever saw a production volume. See, like now you're just playing dirty with this game. I feel like game. that wine never entered a retail environment. I think it probably did. Did it? I think so. Okay. And it's labeled. I remember that. I know what you, I know what it is because now I can see the cork, so I can't guess. Yeah, is it a, is it a Cab Franc ice wine? Acids or sorry, uh, alcohol feels pretty high on it. It tastes like a. It really tastes like a tawny port. Like that's what it. <clears throat> that's what it tastes like. I'm, I say mid nineties ice wine. I I have no idea what this this is. This could, yeah. I'm putting up the white flag on this. Oh, what the hell, Michael? 2006, Caroline Cellars, Cabernet Franc Ice Wine. Oh. Well, I got Cabernet Franc Ice Wine. Hmm. So. This is, this is definitely aged prematurely, though. There's yeah, no way an 06 should be yeah, this far along. Oh, right. I mean, there's, there's your plastic cork. And this oh, is that Mac Dat with the, the, uh, the sponge in the middle. Like, I mean, that's... 13.8 alcohol. So I, I have to... Declare that, and I feel really badly declaring it, but that is not a good one. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's the plastic cork yeah. that, that, that killed it. You put that under a regular cork, or you even put it under a, uh, a screw cap, and or, you probably or have the, a, your trunk killed it. it <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe, I believe, I will go more with the. Uh, uh, I would go more. So with is this? The, should we rinse with water now? You you might. This, <laughs> this is um, yeah. You probably want to rinse with something. Oh God! Two thousand and six. See, that, I find that really disappointing because two thousand and six was actually a really good vintage for sweet right. wines. Sweet wines. And well, what what makes a good vintage for sweet wines? Acidity. Acidity. Okay. Cool. Cool vintages. Two thousand and six was. It must have rained 20, 20 weekends in a row. It was well. That was that one. Yes, that was that brutal, brutal year. What was the, so? It what was never the, stopped raining. What was the joke on that year? That year, the joke was, uh, "What do you get after two days of uh, rain? Monday, Monday." <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I remember that. That was yeah. What do you get after two days of rain? Monday, because it rained every weekend, every, every weekend. single weekend. Yeah, no doubt. We were pulling. Harvesters through the vineyard with tractors attached to both sides of the harvester because it was just getting stuck in the mud. Wow. All right, so we got another sweet wine. We've got to be careful our bucket's full. Okay, that is good. That is beautiful. It's very brown. It is very brown. You sit on the palate. Ooh. Very honey. Bright, yeah, but yeah, bright, bright fruit notes. It's like uh, tropical. Wow. Yeah, pineapple, mango, really ripe apricot. That is a that's beautiful wine, mm. and that's a great wine to finish on. Thank you for that. Mm. That is lovely wine. Now, anyone want to guess what it is? Mm. I think it's a selected harvest or an ice wine. It's 
Sorry, keep scratching the floor here. <laughs> it's, your, it's your floor, so. No, he's worried about the noise. He's worried about the noise. Um, yeah, this is a 20-year-old. Hmm. I'm going to go with late harvest as well. You used something on the, on the ice wine last time we had a late harvest. I'm, I don't want to say Riesling because it doesn't have that bright, punchy. No, it's a Vidal. And it's a... I think it's a reasoning just because that fruit is so out there, and it doesn't doesn't linger on the back palate the it's way the Vidal. It is very old. How old are we? Are we going? I'll go oh one since that seems to be your year of choice. I'm guessing you were in a hurry in your cellar and just grabbed all the old ones. I don't think it's an old one. Okay, I think we're mid nineties. Mid nineties. Wow. But I don't know your cellar, so maybe I'm I'm completely off. But I would not be surprised if that was. I've tasted ice wines and late harvests recently. So you do think it's a late harvest? Yeah. Or a select late harvest? Select, yeah. I don't, I don't think, think it's, it's a late harvest. harvest. You think it's beautiful? Yes. Um, and you think it's Vidal? Yes. I think Brian's the one that's going to count here, because if I'm not mistaken, uh, he was the one who made it, <laughs> and I'm glad he liked it. But I I would much prefer if he went. That was the biggest piece of crap I ever drank. That's funny. That is a 2004 Select Late Harvest Vidal from Vineland. Wow. That is, that is your huh. that is your wine. And if you, uh, I guess for I anybody who, who out there who's listening and, and joins us, if you are a winemaker and I have one in your cellar sooner or later, your wine is going to be in the lot of six. So <laughs> I saved it for the end. And yeah, that turns out to be, uh, I don't think Brian knew that. but I, I never thought that, that Vidal Ice Wine would... Age that one. I think it's, a it's not ice wine. It's, it's, ice it's, well, okay, it's like late harvest, but it's sweet wine. Sweet wine. Sorry, yeah, but that's that's the that's the funny part about select late harvests is you know everybody think ice wine ages and you got to drink the select late harvests like now. I think you'd be just as thrilled huh. by that by pouring that at your table anytime. So I think I got that one. Yeah, you got you that did. one. You Except nailed for it. The year. Except you said for it was year. early nineties yeah. or nineties, mid nineties. Yeah, but you know. maybe if it was under screw cap, it wouldn't have aged so quickly. Oh, a shot in the dark. But yeah, that was that was really lovely, and it turns out even warm. It was okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a re- that's a beautiful, beautiful one. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exciting. Really so well, thank you for pouring that one. Well, thank you for taking part, and uh, let's let's make us all look a little stupid again. Although I think I think we're getting I think I'm getting better at this. I think you're getting better, Andre. I can't. I, I'm well, going to have to go the South African. Well, which, yeah, although I got the year and the grape wrong, but at least at least I got the right. Well, we all got embarrassed that we did not get that. Uh, the, uh, the, the Oh, we all got stumped on that. We had no idea what that, that was. was. Uh, although, no, although we were not I, even close. You and, I, you and I were both Cab Merlot, and I was within one year on it. No, the, the, no, the, no, the, no, the this one? The, the yeah. Michel Picard. We, nobody one, picked nobody, that one. Nobody, we nobody were, had France. We nobody had the year. Everybody we was in California. Was I was Australia. Australia. But we were but all we over got the, the year. <laughs> there you go. But we got the year. Right. Yeah, and everybody's like, oh, yes, that's it. A little golf clap for that one. Andre, let's uh, let's carry it home. All right, Andre Prue from underwinereview.ca. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash two guys talking wine. And, and yeah, I'm just, there's no gas left in the tank, so Michael, you should take us home. Uh, did you see the Patreon thing? I did say the Patreon I guess I thing. wasn't even paying attention. Brian, thank you very much once again for participating in, in the worst tasting uh, that we have probably done. But you didn't get Kentucky wine, so you're still, uh, I think, thank ahead of the that. game. Yes, you. you're probably uh, very By lucky. By the way, if you are an agent in Ontario and you represent any wineries from Kentucky, 
please send us a bottle. We'll be happy to include it in a future episode of Stump the Chump. Just to see if it's gotten any better. Uh, I'm Michael Pincus of MichaelPincusWineReview.com on social media as The Grape Guy and sometimes Michael Pincus. Brian is uh, at Bench Wine Guy, so check him out. He's got some really cool stuff. Uh, the posts on wherever you put stuff. And I'll see my granddaughter now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yes, granddaughter. I think it's just all grand. I haven't seen a wine uh, like a yeah. grape picture in a long time. It's okay, harvest is coming. Harvest is coming. Harvest is coming. So it's probably we'll change the trajectory. Although you do have those nice, you know, posts of, of early morning. You know, when you sometimes come out of the bench and the sun is just rising, and so those are okay. Take cool us away, too. Michael. All right. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to Two Guys Talking Wine on iTunes. Two Guys Talking Wine is produced by Jim Ray, Adam Duran, and Ken Little.